Sit back, relax, and say, fuck you, Winter. It's time to joystick and chill. Welcome to episode 11 of the Joysticks and Chill podcast, the podcast for gamers by gamers who like other gamers unless that gamer happens to get angry with you online and then sends a SWAT team to your house. My name is Joystick J and with me today on this very lovely springish kind of day is John Mouse. Hello there. Nezzy. Hello. And Hardly Dan. Hello. No sponsorship this week so we're just going to fuck that straight off and go straight to story time time! and we're gonna start off with dan uh yeah okay um i've uh done something silly really getting back into cycling obviously having a great time doing it so friday morning i was just perusing the internet and saw an advert for an event that's happening and uh yeah i'm doing a uh a cycle for dementia challenge, uh, which I'm starting on March the 31st, and I've got to ride 500 miles in 30 days. Wow! Um, so that's nice. fun. Yeah, um, I'm actually regretting doing that now. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my quick little story. So I'm working on getting fit enough to do that now. So, yay, less time for gaming. I need a proclaimer's sound clip. <laughs> I was, but you know, I was literally thinking that. <laughs> I would ride 500 <laughs> miles. <laughs> How much are you going to have to do a day? Uh, well, I'm having Saturdays and Sundays off, so it works out at about 27 miles a day. So, so yeah, I'm going to have a sore ass for the whole of March. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, April. I'm starting on the 31st of March. So, yeah, the whole of April, my ass is going to be sore. Fair enough. Yeah. If anyone wants to sponsor me, uh, just hit me up on Twitter and I'll pass you on the link. Oh, yeah. Maybe it'll be in the show notes. Sponsor you or pass over some anusol. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, or pile drive. What? How long, how, long does it to, how long does it take you to um, cycle 27 miles? Uh, I don't know. I haven't done that yet. No. <laughs> 25 kilometres took just under an hour. So, hour and a half? Oh, so it's a decent. Yeah, it's a real decent commitment, isn't it? It was a good pace I was doing. Maybe you do deserve some sponsorship. I'll come and sponsor you. Oh, thank you very much. Good luck yeah. with it. Awesome. Yes, best of luck. Yeah, I, I mean, the main reason you. I'm doing it is because if I raise 300 quid, they're going to give me a cycling jersey, and none of mine are going to fit by the time I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main reason you're doing it, rather than for the dementia. Oh, well, yeah, of course, you know. Um, <laughs> that, that's important. Oh, well, I'll hit you up on Twitter. Yeah, I need a target, and that helps, so... So yeah, having something to aim for really helps me when I'm trying to do stuff. So I can focus on that and where um, that's awesome. Nice. At work, we're doing a. I think how long? I can't remember how long we've got through it though. It might be a month as well. But it's like twenty, just over twenty was at work, and we're doing like a travel to the North Pole between us. So that can be cycling, running. Or walking. I think it's like five thousand miles we have to do in the time period. Okay. Um, 
so we're we're just starting that. So I've started doing a bit more running um, this week and some slightly longer walks as well. So I will also be at it over the next month or so. Awesome. So uh, yes, donate, donate all your money. Uh, John, I'll move to you. Okay. So um, I watched something that I'd like to recommend that. I- was incredible this week uh it's called gangs of london and the main uh actor in it played um the character john in peaky blinders um and yeah it's brilliant uh, the the episodes are about an hour each and i binge watched it um i got now tv for seven days and i watched this like <laughs> the on the seventh day um i'd already cancelled the um recurring payment so i was still within the free trial and on the seventh day i knew that at any moment it was going to stop me watching it so i was desperately trying to watch squeezing the time to watch the last episode and thankfully i did and yeah it's fantastic it's not gangs like um you know bloods and crips and or like gangs of chavs and stuff it's not those sort of gangs it's more like um gangs trying to be legitimate businessmen and businesswomen and it's brilliant it's super violent like this is this is one of the most violent things i've seen um it's it's sort of on par if not more so violent than the john wick films um there's some really gruesome stuff that happens but it's just fantastic the music's brilliant like yeah, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. If you get the chance to watch it, or you've got Now TV, or I think it was on Sky as well. I think um, it's it's fantastic. How many episodes? I think, if I'm remembering rightly, there was nine. And I do know that it's supposed to be coming back for a season two, but that that's apparently not scheduled until 2022. So quite a while away. Um, but yeah. If you get the chance to watch it, definitely give it a go. It's really, really good. The acting is phenomenal. The story is brilliant. There's there's lots of twists and turns. And, yeah, it's a really, really, really good show. And it's got the actor who played Chief Miles O'Brien in The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it was really bugging me, actually. And I know who you're on about. And that was bugging me the whole time. But, yeah, it's... It's just fantastic. Really, really good show. I didn't expect it to be um, as good as it actually was. Like, it's rare that I rave about um, shows, TV, especially TV shows, but this one is just something else. It's brilliant. I've seen this too, and I was the same when I watched it. I was like, it took me by surprise just how like, how good it was. And um, like you say, they are like an hour-long episode, so it is one of those, like, you know, because there's different types of TV series. Some of them are, like, only, like, 45 minutes, and, you know, you don't have to concentrate that much. Then there's some other shows that are, like, 59-minute episodes, and, like, they're quite intense and dialogue intense and stuff. And this is one of those shows, and I I, I did absolutely, absolutely love it. And, like, some of the action scenes in it, and I, I don't really care that much about action stuff like it doesn't really impress me that much normally um but like some of the cinematography in this that the way some of the the way some of it is filmed and the way um like the the fight scenes are put together like on some of the episodes are just i think there's one episode where i thought it's not really it's not a spoiler but when like the gypsy guy is trying to get away and there's like a whole episode really 
where they're trying to get this guy and it's just amazing. Just yeah. the action is just unbelievable. It's re- it's well worth watch. It is incredible. Um, it really, it surprised me so much as well because I hadn't heard many people speak about it. And um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. It's inspired me to... Um, it's inspired me to join a gang, yeah. <laughs> what are the gangs like selling or doing? What What's their angle? Well, uh, the main gang is uh, trying to um, legitimise dirty money through building, um, constructing towers in London um, and through construction and buildings. Um, but the other gangs are involved with lots of different things like drugs or um dirty money and you know typical gang things um but yeah it's it's just definitely give it give it a go it's well worth a watch okay gangs of new york uh, not new york gangs of new york i've seen gangs of new york gangs of london <laughs> gangs of london and that's on um is it sky one is it oh, i watch now. it on now tv i watch it on now tv was it a sky one type of program See, yeah it was so, sky original yeah. Sky yeah, original. it's a yeah. Sky original series, yeah. Gangs of London? Does anyone else have anything else interesting that's happened this week? No. It, no. it feels like about 25 minutes ago that we did the last show. It does, doesn't yes. it? Yes, it does. <laughs> so nothing's happened. We got a date. We got, you know, a possible end date to all this madness. Um mm-hmm. Oh, I thought, I thought you were in the podcast there. I thought I yeah, yeah. yeah we've got an end date finally. <laughs> we're released from this hellhole. <laughs> but it's 2029. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my restaurant can open in, um, people can go inside from May 17th, I think it was. Yes. Um, which is great, unless anything changes, which it may. But we're also we're having an outdoor section. Uh, we can do twenty-two covers. We've got a little courtyardy type thing um, from April, so we can do that in the middle of April. Nice. So that's you know that's kind of exciting. That yeah. means more hours for me. I doubt my local's going to open because they've only got four tables outside, and that seems kind of pointless. <laughs> well, we've got no tables outside. We're making the most of this little space that apparently is within our uh, boundaries. So we're going to need a gazebo and a patio heater. Because you know it's it's you know who's going to want to have a pizza outside when it's pissing down and cold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's as, as exciting as uh, news for me has gotten this week. Um, yeah, so if no one else has anything else, um, we're going to move on to one of three sixty-second interrogations we have this week. Uh, so the first one is well, I'm not going to tell you who it's from because you'll you'll learn as you go. Here we go. <laughs> By gum, it's another Yorkshireman. Name FNK. Real name Kev Westerman. Age 40. Location Leeds. Occupation A very, very boring warehouse manager for a well known dog food brand. Gaming formats Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4 Pro. Currently playing Call of Duty Cold War, Destiny 2, and because I'm a sheep, Red Dead Redemption Online. Your best game ever. I wish it was something fancy like Wind Waker or some fancy snobby Mario but it's probably Destiny 2 or Brian Lara's Cricket for the Amstrad CPC 464 Your best moments in life Um, Something military based or waking up from open heart surgery Why FNK? 
it was a name that we used to do use when promoting student club nights and bands in Leeds in the late 90s. What does it stand for? First name Kev. You're organising a first date. Where do you go? I go to 1996 Indie Joe's Victoria Quarter in Leeds for Dutch fries and gin and tonics. You win the lottery. What do you do? I wake up with an out without an alarm clock set, play way more Xbox and give way more money to charity. Who's history's greatest villain? We've got Ed Gein, we've got Hitler, George Hodel, but nothing comes close to that fat little fucker off the Ranch Reese Fruit Pass Lava in 1984. <laughs> your last words! Follow me on Twitch, FNK underscore 25. Oh, go put your flat cap on and hit a cricket ball. I'm bored with you. Back off! Bye-bye! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's all about the Red Dead Online. That's what it's all about. Thanks, Kev, for doing that. There'll be two more of them later on in the show. I'm so really let's... sorry if you heard me laughing through that. <laughs> <laughs> that. Laughing is good. It means something was funny. Right, let's move on to what you've been playing. And today we're going to start with the Manacle Nezzy. Oh, me. I wasn't expecting Nezzy's that. natural. So, um, I'm going to talk about Little Nightmares first um, that I have started this week. I haven't played a great deal of it, though, because like I say, this week has just gone ridiculously fast and I feel like I've not had much time. And also I've been playing Red Dead Online, which is the real reason I've not played anything else. But anyway... Little Nightmares. So yes, so I've started this game on the Xbox I am playing it on. Um, I bought it a couple of months ago, about four days before it went on to... It was announced as a Game Pass game, so it was pretty annoying. And I think I bought it for about nine quid, um, so I'm playing it. So I've played... So Little Nightmares is... Who's it by? I don't know. Um, (laughs) It is like... Puzzle, that's it. Is it a 2.5D puzzle platformer? 2.5D, that's the right thing, isn't it? Like, it is 2D mostly, but you can go backwards and forwards a little bit um, on it. So the premise so far is you wake up as a tiny little person who is in a world bigger than that person. So it's like a tiny little dude with no shoes on and a little yellow anorak. Um, it's like an adult game because it's pretty creepy. Um, but it doesn't really give you much by way of explanation as to the the story so far. And I've I've probably played only about forty five minutes, um, forty five minutes or so of it. Um, but so far, it's not really given me much story. You're just kind of walking through this creepy. Um, I don't even know where I am really. I know it's like. Um, one like one part that I've gone through, like the creepiest part that I've kind of gone in so far has been like this weird nursery. So th- you seem to be in this world where there's like monster. I'm doing a terrible job explaining this game. <laughs> in this, you're, you're in this world where there's like these people that are much bigger than you and they're kind of creepy. I've only seen one so far. So the one that I've seen is in like this really creepy um, nursery. 
So you kind of walk through it. And this this game is, is a creepy game. It has no music, but it does use sound and stuff pretty well to make the game pretty creepy without music. Um, so, like, you walk through, like, this nursery, and it's got, like, these babies or baby-shaped things inside all of these cots, and it's pretty dark, so you can't really see the things that are in the cots. But you know they're babies, but you also know that they're not quite babies. They're just weird <laughs> baby-like creatures. <laughs> and it's really, and it's really, really creepy. And there's, like, another... Um, and then there's, like, some sort of weird character person walking around that must be somehow in charge of looking after these weak creepy babies and although it doesn't tell you to but you do immediately get the impression that you don't want to be seen by this thing so you just kind of like have to um avoid it and get past and, and say and get past the level and it's 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 your pretty standard puzzle platform thing so if you've played inside it's pretty much very similar to that. It's also similar to uh, Unravel, which I've been playing without the the wool. Um, but you know, there's things you can grab that you can push that you can climb on. You're having to solve puzzles. Um, you know, like an example might be you have to get through some grates and they're electrified, so you have to work your way around the environment to go find the switch, wherever that may be, to turn off the electricity so you can get through. Um, so it's not doing anything spectacularly different that's not been done in that way but what it does have is a really nice aesthetic um and the 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 story is interesting so far although i've not been able to explain it very well i think the air of mystery around it is kind of what's making me want to kind of carry on playing it to kind of find out um what's going to happen in the rest of the story um have you gone past the leeches yet oh yeah that's the other thing yeah that's the bit that i actually thought yeah. Oh, yeah, because you've played this, yeah. Um, yeah, I've gone through one set of leeches, and they are really disgusting. So, like, one of the adversaries that you come across is, like, at one point, like, all this black goo comes, like, falls down, and then it turns into these leeches. And they're just really, really creepy. And they're about probably nearly the same size as you because you're this tiny little guy. And if one of them gets hold of you, it just sucks the life out of you. And... Um, and kills you. So yeah, I have seen them and they are rather disgusting. I've seen them a couple of times now. Um, yeah, so I'm going to carry on playing the game because it is it is it is fun. So I just I just want to kind of carry on exploring the little world and the the aesthetic of it all. And I also heard what made me what made me start playing it is hearing Stu talk about Little Nightmares Two on the Veteran Gamers because he was t- he was talking about like all the like the gory and dark stuff that's in the game and it sounded it sounded a lot more like gory and dark and grim than what I've played so far of the first one so I don't know whether it's going to get a bit more dark and a bit more visually disturbing um like I've seen a person like hanging and stuff and that kind of that is that one level where you're just kind of walking through the level and it's got like but all you can see because remember that you're this tiny little person that's walking across the bottom and all you can see is like the legs and maybe like the bottom half of the torso of a person who's hung themselves in this dark room and you have to walk underneath it so there is some dark stuff in there that kind of stuff but it sounds like in the second one there's a lot more of it um, and that's just, and then hearing all that described in the second one was what made me really want to play this because I like I kind of like that kind of dark twisted stuff in a game 
So hopefully there's going to be more of that to come. Um, and I don't I don't think it's too long of a game. So I imagine that I've probably got another couple of sessions of playing it. When I did play it this week, I played it quite late at night. So um, I got to a certain point and I was stuck on a puzzle and I was like, it's like half one in the morning. So I don't know if I'm stuck on this because it's difficult or just because I'm tired. <laughs> so, Two or three um, so hours, that's... I think it is total. Oh, is that all? Not too long. Oh, yeah. I so I'll really um, get around to finishing it. Yeah, I need to as well. Oh, have you guys not finished it either? No. I yet. started What's it when it you? came out and then got distracted by something else. Really dangerous. But, um, yeah, probably. I've got to be fair, I've got I've got really bad for doing that as well with games, but only over the past month or so. I don't know if it's like starting doing a podcast has added to me wanting to play new games. Um, but I've got like a list of games that I've started. I've got maybe about five, six, seven games that I've started that I've not finished. And that normally I would never, ever do that. If I started a game, I would just finish it. And now I've got like this little list of games that I need to go back and finish. Um, but all I want to do is play Red Dead Online. So <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Um, but yeah, Little Nightmares. I've only, I say, I've only played maybe under an hour of it so and i'm gonna i'm gonna continue and i will i will um, finish it next week so i'll pro- i'll give really a better review of the game itself um when i finish it next week and that's me and oh no there is there is one thing i want to mention about the bit that the thing that did annoy me was um when you when you die and you respawn because this is a game where i think you expected to die like that's kind of like how you learn um but there's like one one bit that I've got to, and I've been I I must have so I must before I got through that bit I must have died maybe six seven times trying to figure out um, what to do. In fact, there's two things I don't like about it. One of them is I found the depth perception difficult to judge. So when I mentioned it's like it's like a two D, but you can go forwards and backwards. So sometimes when you jump in across onto things, I found it really hard to tell if I was at the same level is it and it's not a problem that i've added in other games so i'm assuming it is the game rather than me but i could be getting older so maybe it is me but that's about inside that I... is, it, is it's there's only the the two dimensions isn't there there's no depth and that's what i mean that's what makes it such a yeah sort of easy accessible game but when you when you add depth to a game then yeah i i, I agree sometimes you know it's another thing you have to worry about so, so, so that was happening, and you know, I mentioned like this area. It took me like six, seven goes. I was, um, and my issue is that when you respawn, I'm respawning like five screens back, like, and it's um, it's a slow game. Like, it doesn't walk very fast, and then if you're jumping up things, you know, it's it's very nicely animated. But in the same way, that makes it quite slow. So, like you know, you jump up and you grab onto something, and then you pull yourself up, and he's got a lovely little animation. But it doesn't move quite quick. So, on this bit that I was, I kept on jumping, and and at first I thought I must be trying to do the same thing. But then I realised that my understanding of the depth was just wrong. Um, but each time I was dying, it was like respawning me, like maybe three screens back. So you'd have to walk across one screen, then walk across another screen, and then do all of the climbing up one screen, climb up another screen, get to that bit, die, and then have to do that little loop over and again. And I was like, oh, if this is going to keep on happening, it's going to really annoy me. Um, but 
if it's only a three-hour game, maybe it's not going to be big enough of an issue that it's going to happen often enough that I feel like I'm just redoing the same thing over and over again. But that was the only thing so far that's annoyed me a little bit about it, the depth perception and respawning like five screens back on a 2D scroller. And that's it. That's me. Little nightmares. Awesome. Little nightmares. It's a good game. I've enjoyed what I've played of it. Uh, I need to play more. I should play more. I have no reason not to. Have you got distracted or did you get stuck or... No, just distracted. Just... I've got oh, I've got so many games that are pre-downloaded and I've only like touched the surface of them. So many that I've like yeah. I've played for maybe half an hour, an hour, and then I've not gone back to them for whatever reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So many. That's me. That's me done. Little nightmares. Brilliant. Uh, Dan, we'll move back to you. Um, yeah, I'll start with Wreckfest. Um, uh, yeah, I've been, I've had it for ages and I played it for a bit a while back. And with everyone playing it now on Game Pass, I thought uh, I should probably install it and have another go. And I installed the uh, Game Pass version instead of the EA version, um, which was nice because it seems to run a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's basically racing collapsed out all bangers and um, having fun. Um, this, I mean, there's not a huge much to say about it that, that you know, hasn't already been said by Nezzy. Uh, it's, it's good fun. Um, the car models are identifiable, but they're not called anything identifiable. So they, they kind of just about skirt that, that problem of legality. Um, but yeah, well, actually, one of the funnest ones was uh, I was in a yellow um, three-wheeler that looked very similar to Del Boy's um, <laughs> Light Robin. I was up against a whole load of American school buses going around an oval. <laughs> um, that, that was good fun. I enjoyed that. Get squashed a few times. But um, yeah, I mean, technically, the game's perfectly fine. It looks all right. The skybox is really nice. I don't know why I noticed that, but I couldn't stop looking at the sky after a while. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, as far as I can tell, there doesn't seem to be any weather. Um, it, it hasn't rained on any of the tracks yet. And um, I haven't noticed anything. I mean, you get races at like dawn and in the afternoon. I haven't noticed any nighttime racing yet. But that might come later on. I don't know. I'm on the second set of challenges. So I've, I've you know, progressed a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a great fun banger racer, basically. Um, good fun. I assume you're playing it on the uh, PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, I've, I've got it downloaded. It's, it's there, ready to go. So I'll, I'll happily uh, join in online at some point. Cool. Yeah, I haven't tried it online yet. Don't don't know what the servers are like, but um, but yeah, it's good fun. I mean, it's it's you know, there's there's a range of different races. Um, I I, I uh, won a race uh, driving a sofa. Uh, the other day, that, that was fun. So, yeah. Jay, last week, did you ask me about the um, the damage on it? And I said, "Oh, I wasn't really too sure." But I, I've played it once this week, and I look at the damage, and you can change how the damage works. I change it to realistic, and literally at the end of the race, there was like barely anything left <laughs> of the car whatsoever. <laughs> Like it was just a shell and an engine and nothing else. So literally everything can break off your car. Uh, One thing to note is on the PC version, I think it starts you off in easy instead of normal, which was interesting. 
So you mm. might want to change that. I'm quite happy to start with easy. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a good little racer. And um, for the price of Game Pass, uh, yeah, it's good fun. Brilliant. Breakfast. Uh, John. Okay, um, Assassin's Creed 3, I've completed it. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of it. It's really old. But I am going to tell you about something that happened at the end of the game without giving you any spoilers for what happened at the end of the game. (laughs) Right, so um, I'm one of those people that if I hear that there's like a movie or whatever at the cinema and I hear that there's um, an end credit scene, I will not be racing to the car when the credits roll or going to the bar or whatever. I will sit there and I will wait for the end credit scene. Absolutely. I'm I'm the same person. (laughs) I'm exactly the same when it comes to video games, though, as well. Like, if I know there's an end credit scene, I'll sit through the credits and wait for it. And all the Assassin's Creed's that I think up to this point, or most of them, they all blur into one at the moment for me, but most of them have an end credit scene. Uh, So I waited for this one and the credits were so long because there's no skip button for the original. I, I don't know about the remastered version of this, but the original, there's no skip button for the credits. You can't even press a button to make them go faster. And... Um, the credits are 13 minutes long. Right? I didn't time wow. it. I looked it up after, but you'll find out why I looked it up after <laughs> it. So I sat there, and while I was waiting, I was like tidying up stuff in my house, and um, it was going on for so long that um, my wife noticed as well, and uh, she said, God, are these credits like still not over yet? And uh, I said, I've got to wait, though, because I think something's going to happen. It's going to show me some more of the story. <laughs> and um, the credits roll on and on and on. And then finally, the credits finish. A voice starts to play. And then you start to just about see the main character. And then the screen went black. We both looked at each other, looked down. My daughter had crawled over to the Xbox and turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I've been, I've been there with this big shiny it's always annoyed me the bit where even with my oldest daughter when i'm a 360 and then the new one's the same putting shiny little buttons on the front of xboxes and on the 360 like i wouldn't notice and i'd be playing something then all of a sudden you just hear the you know the noise it makes when you turn it off and just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what happened because it lights up green and it flashes and stuff. She'd uh, <laughs> chosen that moment to learn how to turn the Xbox on and off. So I didn't. Safe to say, I didn't wait all the way through uh, for the end credit scene. I just YouTubed it. I, could, I couldn't sit through thirty minutes of credits again, and it wasn't that good anyway. But still, um, yeah. Did you Assassin's- at least get your victory achieved then? Oh, yeah, of course I did, yeah. Of course it's I did. a 13-minute video. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's there for 13 minutes, just smiling. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to miss those credits. I could have sent them a, a, a Victory Achieved video. It was that long. Um, but, yeah, that, that's it. Assassin's Creed 3, finally done. When are you starting the next one? And which one are you doing next? 
I'm going in order um, of when they came out. So I believe it's Rogue next, which I have on the PS4. Uh, so I'll be doing that one. Uh, I'm going to take a short break and play a few other games first as a bit of a palate cleanser, and then I'll jump into Rogue in probably a week or two's time. So did you, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I liked it. I know I was quite down on it right at the start. But um, yeah, I started to really get into it. I, 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 this is the first one, though, the first Assassin's Creed that I haven't done everything in. Like the ones before this, uh, I got every tower. I completed nearly every side mission. I took over, like, um, I did all the things that, that you could possibly do before I'd go and do the um, the last mission in the end game. But with this one, I wasn't really that bothered about climbing up everything and doing everything beforehand. This one was just more the story that I was going for. And yeah, I, I but by the end, I, I, re, I must admit, I really enjoyed it. I'm not doing, um, I, I'm going to skip a few Assassin's Creed though in this journey. I'm going to skip Black Flag and Syndicate because I played both of those. And I played both of those fairly recently as well. And I loved Syndicate and I loved Black Flag as well. But, uh, the, you know, the, I've still got hours and hours and hours of Assassin's Creed ahead. I can't be replaying ones I've already done. So, yeah, th- that that's it really for Assassin's Creed. Brilliant. I've never played Rogue. Um, so it'd be interesting to hear what you think of that. I never played that either. Was it Which one was that? What, what, was, what made that one not a main one? I think it was, I mean, I don't know a massive amount about it, but I'm pretty sure that it's, um, it came out around the same time as Black Flag. Um, I'm pretty sure, could be wrong about that. Um, and uh, I think it bridges the gap between Black Flag and Assassin's Creed 3, I think. I think you, yeah, I think like you're right. I remember story. Right and where the story's um, sort of uh, taking place. Um, it came out in 2014 for PS3 and 360, uh, PC in 2015, and then PS4 a little bit later. And I've got the PS4 version because uh, a good friend of mine, Jonesy, sent it sent it to me. And uh, now I feel like, because I'm playing them in the order they came out, it's finally time to give it a go. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's mid 18th century one during the Seven Years' War, apparently. Uh, so it sounds pretty good. It's, um, funny, it's funny you mentioned Jonesy because uh, Curtis Jones has just scored a goal for Liverpool. Uh, it's now one nil to Liverpool. Wow. Hey. time. Liverpool are winning a game of football. <laughs> That's a story time. <laughs> Uh, are you right? Are you, yeah, is that it? Are you done with Assassin's Creed 3? Yeah, in every way. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, right, we'll move on to me, and I have been playing Hitman Free. Yay! It is um, Hitman. It's Hitman 1 and Hitman 2, but this one is Hitman Free. It's exactly the same as Hitman 1 and 2 in every single way and that is brilliant there's nothing wrong with that at all locations are different obviously different missions different people to kill different ways to kill them and i'm thrilled with that i've just finished the um the burge what's him call it 
tallest building in the, the world. The one in Dubai. The one in Burj Dubai. Khalifa. That's the one, yeah. Khalifa, uh, sorry. So I've just, just had a, a whale of a time on there. I've finished it three or four times, just that one mission. Because my, my, the way I do it is I, I finish a mission one way and then I'll go back and do them another way and then do them another way and try and get all the little challenges done, uh, or at least most of them, before I move on to the next level. Yeah, and I've had a ball with this one. There's, there's one guy who, he's, he's like, he's a guest up there and he's in the guest suite. He's doing some kind of business there and he's a very angry man. And if he's doing, if you can hear him conducting business, you can like turn on a hoover outside the room and he's like, who's turned on this hoover? Arr, I'm angry. So he'll move to somewhere else and then you can make noise in the next place where he is. And he's like, oh my God, I can't get any peace. So the idea is to get him angry enough that he goes to his, um, he's got like a, a golf setup on the roof. So he goes to his golf setup and he's like hit some balls off the building. Oh, like oh, you know, it makes you know he deflates by hitting balls off. Um, but you've you've rigged one of the balls with an explosive, so he hits that ball and just explodes. It's brilliant. That, anyway, that's one of the many many kills uh, that you can do on this on this mission. I'm absolutely thrilled with it. Brilliant. I've I've just moved on to a um, like a manor house in England, and there's a murder mystery going on. So it, it's very much. It very much feels like um, uh, Knives Out. Have you seen that, the film? No. Well, I've heard film. good things, though. With Daniel Craig. Very good film. It's a good film. Proper, you know, good murder mystery. Um, but, yeah, it's like a murder mystery in a house kind of feel. And, you know, you've, you've, you've got your target to kill, but you've also... There's this murder mystery going on as well, which you can solve if you want. You can take the place of the detective and solve the mystery. I've not really got too far into it to know how I'm doing that yet or anything. I've just kind of wandered around and just just got the lay of the land so that's pretty much that's that's where i'm up to with hitman i've only played well, i probably played three or four hours of it looks gorgeous plays as well as the other ones do if you played hitman one and two you'll know exactly how this goes because it's it, it's it's identical in every single way and i love that because i'm so addicted to killing people in various ways i'm very so happy vi visually visually i know the first one looked amazing so the, the one, two, and three, are they like the same engine? Do they look exactly the same? They're just different missions and things. So I believe when the first one came out, it was on a slightly different engine. It still looks great, um, but it was slightly different. When the second one came out, came out they improved it, uh, and they made it so you can download the original missions onto the new engine of Hitman yeah. 2. Correct me nice. if I'm wrong. I might be making this up, but I'm sure that's what's happened. Um, so with the with number three, you can now add. I think it's the same engine. It looks. I mean, it looks as good as number two did. Look, number two looks sublime. This one looks sublime, and you can download all your progress onto this new because it's with the other two. They they're on the same system kind of thing. If you, if you you select Hitman Two, you can play all Hitman One games on there. This oh, one yeah. has its own system, but you can import everything else into this. So everything's there for you if you want. And is is the, does the, does the story is the other story that is there like an overall storyline that connects the three games or the different? Yes. So it's it's there's one big story arc that runs through the entire trilogy. Fuck me if I know what that is because I've not played the first all the first one for a while. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I was in the middle of playing the first one and then I got the third one. So I've just thought I'll, I'll play the third one, I'll finish it off, and then I'll go back to the first, and I'll, I'll start them again yeah. and see what the actual story was. It's about bringing cool. down some kind of organization that's fucked you over. I think you know that whole thing. 
great game. It's a great game. I highly recommend it. If you've bought the Game of the Year editions of the other ones, then even if, because I think Steam has Hitman 1 and 2 and Epic has Hitman 3. As long as you bought the other ones, you can Im just import everything onto Hitman 3, which is very handy just to have it all in one place. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's a very, very good game. Highly recommend it. I can't recommend it enough. I've always loved Hitman and I continue to love Hitman. Hitman Freeze is looking like one of the... I mean, this trilogy is just, it's one of the best gaming trilogies ever. Uh, it's, it's lining up to be. I've not, played a ver I've not played a disappointing mission yet on, on any of this. And every kill is different. You can kill them the same way every time if you want to, but there's, there's scope for so many different types of ways to kill people. So yeah, Hitman 3, that's, that's all I have to say about that. It's Ace, go play it, and we'll move back to Nezzy. It's me, and the only other game I've been playing is Red Dead Online. And I just If I don't say anything for a few minutes, it's because I'm heading to the toilet and I'm not listening to you. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to, I'm, I've been holding this in for, for ages. Um, so I apologize. It's a bit rude for you. It's a bit rude for you not to go. To, it's a bit rude for you not to go during your game, but go during my game. But whatever. It was obviously that kid <laughs> that never went to the loo before they left on a long journey. <laughs> right. Seriously, I have to go. Otherwise, I'm going to explode. I'm sure what you're going to say is very interesting. It is. <laughs> yeah, I just pee myself. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to hearing yeah, it in the edit. I'm that much of a professional that I could just talk through my game and I'd rather just pee myself. Well, as we established last week, you just, you're just you happy to just defecate in your seat as you go, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Well, I, on the other hand, I'm not. I need to pee. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, Red Dead Online. Uh, I love this game. I really do love this game. And I love Julia, it by the way. And I still... I still don't know why. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I was. I said I was going to talk about it, but then I was listening to the Veteran Gamers, their podcast last week, and they spoke about it for like 10, 15 minutes, and I loved every single second of it. So I thought, well, I'm going to talk about it as well. Um, so here's Red Dead Online, what it is for me at the minute. So I'm playing it every day, and I've never done this with a game before. I've never really played online-type games like this. But every day, I turn it on. I um, have a look at what my um, daily challenges are. I've bought two of the roles. So I have the Bounty Hunter role, which gives me bounty posters in various amounts of towns. And I can go do bounties ranging from easy ones to like legendary bounties that have like a full little story to them. Um, and I've also bought the Trader role, um, so the trade role gives you a table at your camp. There's a guy there called Crips who you basically run a little business together. You give him dead animals. He turns those dead animals into all sorts of weird and wonderful things. And then you go and sell them. Oh. So the, so the, the kind of the loop there is with the trader is that you have to go out hunting. Um, there's like different, quality animals that you can get it's like one star two star or three star um three star is like a perfect carcass or a perfect pelt and obviously you get way more um goods if you get perfect animals or perfect pelts to get perfect pelts there's different ways of doing it with different animals generally you have to find like a three star animal 
and then there'll be a specific weapon that you have to use, and you generally have to headshot them in order to get a perfect pelt in order to get the most goods and you have to go and collect a load of animals give them to him he turns them into goods and then you get like a delivery mission where you have to take a car full of goods um across the map and then you get money for it that's like how the trade all works um yeah so kind of like my daily loop is i kind of like i go on i have a look at what my um the daily um the daily the dailies are i'll look at which ones of those i'm going to do there's generally like a quick one or a couple of quick ones that i'll do um there'll be ones where you have to find either like a specific animal or a specific herb so i like google where those herbs are um i'll have a look at my dailies for the bounty hunter missions they tend to be do a bounty in like a specific town so the first time i go on i get like a bit of an idea of like all the things that i need to do and i start planning out how i'm going to do them um and then i'll and then that i'll have like two hours of gameplay just out of that then as to like which of the activities i'm going to do how i'm going to do them so i can do like the least traveling um I've been doing loads of hunting this week, which I've really been enjoying. I've bought a rifle so I can start getting some more perfect pelts. And it's just the just the mix of the having the hunting to do, having the combat in the bounties if I want to do the bounties, having the exploration when you like looking for um, herbs and things, or sometimes you have to cook like a specific meat with a specific herb, so you have to go and find the animal, and then you have to go and find the herbs and just the the mix of all the different things that you have to do and the f- what 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 makes this so good for me is just that the world in which it's set in is just the most amazing it's just the most amazing thing that has ever been created on a computer game it just it feels so alive and the different areas feel so different to each other that like even if you spend in like two three of your playing days in one area and then I've been going to the Great Plains to do my trader roles because obviously in the Great Plains there's loads of animals. So it means you can set up your camp and then go hunting and bring them back really quickly. So where in the past, I've, for like the past couple of weeks, I've been like down in Le Moyne where St. Denis is, where it's all like swampy and stuff. Um, the past couple of days I've been in the Great Plains and it just feels like a totally different place. Um, with the hunting and like, the gathering of the the herbs and stuff like the the whole ecosystem like the animals just all just look so amazing and feel like they're actually part of that world like you actually feel like you're actually hunting real animals um so so it's so it's just so i think just because of that it's so much fun i don't i can't i don't think there's any other game where i would be able to play to play like this not even gta 5 because i think gta 5 is obviously an amazing beautiful world it is but it doesn't to me it doesn't have the same like sense of like life that the that red dead does yes i had another annoying thing happen is i think it was on wednesday or thursday i hadn't done any of my dailies yet and it got to like 10 o'clock but i was like it's fine i can go to bed i'll put it on upstairs and i'll spend an hour i'll do a couple of my dailies and it'll be done because as i mentioned you get like a streak for um uh, for doing your dailies each day but then I went I went upstairs to my Xbox on and like I couldn't say no, I tried it downstairs and I couldn't turn on to Xbox Live. And I was like, oh, what's going on there? And I was like, I'll leave it five minutes, try it again, still wouldn't work. Tried upstairs, couldn't go on to Xbox Live, had a look on Twitter, Xbox Live is down. 
And I was like, oh no, I can't do my dailies. And then I spent like the next two hours. I think they went out about one o'clock in the morning. And I spent like the next two and a half hours trying to get onto Xbox Live. And I was just so pissed off and stressed that I won't be able to do my dailies. And I, then I couldn't do my dailies because Xbox Live never came back up and I had to go to sleep at some point. Um, so I lost my streak. So for like for the third time, I've lost my streak oh, because of an annoying reason. Um, but I was only about f- four or five days in. Um, but it's not, it's, it's not been enough to put me back on. I've, been, I've, I've again been playing it. And probably after this, I'll probably go back on there and get my horse out and do my little jobs and love every single second of it. So maybe me, next week you'll actually make it through the whole week and keep your streak. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm on, I think I'm on like day three now. So yeah, I think it was on Thursday that it happened, but this, it does provide me with a sense of satisfaction when you get your streaks going and then you get your multipliers. Yeah. Um, so hopefully by the next time we speak, I should be on a, a 10 streak. So fingers crossed for me, and yeah, we'll see luck. how we got next week. And um, yeah, so I, I just love Red Dead Online. And if anyone's got it on the Xbox, mine is Neasy does it on the Xbox, and give me a shout. And there's loads of there's loads of stuff we could do. It will be handy to have another person. So give me a shout, and I'm more than happy to play along and even help you with some of the things that you need to do, or you can come and help me with some of the things that I need to do. Oh, in fact, John Mars, do you still? I used because. Funnily enough, I was still, I, when I was playing it on Saturday, um, I was just chatting to my friend, and he said he was listening to the podcast, and he started from the start. And in the first episode, you were playing this, weren't you? Are you still playing it or not at all? No, um, I really, really like Red Dead Online. I think it's incredible. Um, I did the 28 days um, until you get the, uh, I think you get like a treasure map and your gold uh, multipliers quite a lot, doesn't it? For yeah, your dailies yeah, by then. Yeah, I think it's something like you can do four dailies during the last seven days and four of them will get you like one gold bar. Um, I yeah. earned enough to get the legendary bounty hunter license and I started to do a few of those. And then um, something went wrong with my... It's happened a few times, actually. Something went wrong with my PS4. I've got a base PS4. And I had to repair the database on it and start it in safe mode and stuff. And when you do that um, and format it to get it to work again, it deletes all of your games and all of your saves and everything. Now, even though it's all online, it deleted Red Dead and I just haven't installed it again since. Um, so I'm not playing it at the moment, but hearing everyone else talk about it and hearing you talk about it is really giving me the itch to get back in and play it again yeah it's, it's it's hearing other people talk about it that got me into playing it but yeah i absolutely absolutely love it at the minute uh dan we'll move back to you uh anno 1800 um it's a free weekend over at uh ubisoft for for, for playing this on i think it's on an all all formats that it's released on so um that's probably just windows i don't know it's a um by the time you hear this the free weekend will be over so it doesn't matter that it's free um <laughs> It's it's a city builder. Um, think um, Age of Empires, or it's more like that than SimCity, because uh, there is combat. Uh, it takes place in the 19th century, at the dawn of the Industrial Age, and yeah, you 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 build a city, and um, instead of money being the driving factor, uh, it it's labour. So you've got to keep your workforce growing, and um, yeah, I've been playing it for about four hours on the story mode. 
um, the story campaign is quite fun, actually. There's some interesting people you get to meet as you go along. And uh, there's an interesting story about your father and how he was disgraced. And you're trying to kill, uh, clear his name and make some money whilst your brother is trying to do everything. I think he's your brother. Anyway, someone's trying to do everything they can to, to stop you, uh, including uh, arresting people uh, for and sending them to uh, prison islands for labour uh, for sneering at someone or sneezing. Well, no, it wasn't sneezing, but really slight offences. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's great fun. Uh, I had a wonderful achievement uh, uh, whilst I was playing. Uh, every so often you get, uh, you, you've got your own newspaper and this chap who prints it comes up and shows you the front page and you can edit what the stories are. If you're not doing very well, everything will be negative and it'll show you what that story will do. So it might <laughs> incite a riot or, you know, um, make people upset or, or whatever, you know. But you can pay and change those stories to, to something else that doesn't necessarily have to be true. And my issue of the paper one, one day was terrible. It was all bad news. I was like, shit. Uh, there's going to be a riot if this comes out. So I changed all three and uh, got the achievement fake news, which was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this came out in April in 2019. Um, so You are fake um, news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good fun. I haven't got to any combat yet, uh, but I'm pretty sure there is combat because I'm building a ship with, and I, I had to start a weapons factory. So that's kind of leading me to the, theory that there's probably going to be combat in fact i know there's going to be combat because there has been in all the other anno games so yeah of course there's going to be combat uh i'm thoroughly enjoying it um i really am yeah i love those kind of games they're the kind of games you can take slowly you can just you know plod along decide what you're doing where you're going to design stuff and and you know watch star trek at the same time or something um <laughs> so yeah it's been it's been great to dip my toe back into that kind of game again and I'm probably going to have to pick it up because, well, it's weekend's nearly over and I've only played four hours and I want to play more. So, well, yeah, the free thoroughly... weekend's done its job then. Yeah, it has. It has indeed. Uh, I'm actually considering just getting the subscription to uh, Ubisoft because uh, um, I want to play yeah. Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla and this. And, well, one month of that for 12 quid is probably enough for, for at least one of those games yeah it's a, it's a good deal to be fair i almost yeah. did it myself but i think i bought something off ubisoft so i resented the fact that i would be paying <laughs> twice so i've not yeah yeah well i i was thinking about cancelling um but waiting until um ea is rolled into game pass for pc the ea subscription service because i've got that so I thought, well, when, when I don't need that anymore, I, I might switch to the Ubisoft one. So I don't know yet. But yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Obviously, all the buildings uh, look Victorian. I, I also want to get Anno 1701, which is a bit more piratey. In fact, it's a lot more piratey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pirates um, are always better. Yeah, everything's better with pirates, apart from maybe the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. it. You'll know if it's your kind of game because you you probably already know about it and are already playing it. But um, yeah, I, I shouldn't have waited so long. It's really good. Cool. Anno 1800. 
Uh, we will move back to John. Okay, um, it's been a really, really good week for games for me this week. Um, I started Star Wars Battlefront 2 and finished Star Wars Battlefront 2. And uh, I did the campaign, the main story, and then I also did the resurrection, like the mini little campaign at the end. And I, I loved this. Like it, I love Star Wars anyway. I love all the Star Wars films. Um, I've watched both seasons of The Mandalorian, loved that. And this game is just fantastic. It just made me properly feel like I was actually like in um, Star Wars. It was excellent. I, I loved the main character, Aiden Verso. Um, I really liked how the story started you off uh, as a stormtrooper as well. And fighting from that side of things, that was really, really good way into the story. And uh, I think the, the game, it's not very long. I think it only took me, it was between about seven and eight hours, maybe slightly longer. Um, but it was just perfect for me in terms of the the gameplay loop that they had. Each um, area was was just the right length of time it was just long enough to keep you engaged without you getting bored or feeling like it's dragging on the gameplay was pretty much just uh, reach this area um, shoot your way through towards it or it was defend this person while they set a charge or fix a machine or something like that and then move on to the next area and defend that area or just kill all the enemies and escape the mission but then just as things were starting to get a little bit sort of long in the tooth with with those areas it then drops you into the next mission which is sort of fighting in space with x-wings and tie fighters and then it drops you into the next mission which is might be fighting but it's up in the sky um just above the ground and then you you think that then that um i i, I was thinking at this point this game has so many layers to it and then it throws you into the next part, which is you take over one of the heroes. Like you can be your Princess Leia for part of it, Han Solo for another part. And um, yeah, it, it's it's really good. It's just really fun. The gameplay is just, it feels smooth. It feels slick. Uh, I did jump into the multiplayer for a little bit, but I wasn't really, uh, I think it would have been a lot better if I was playing with people that, that I know. Um, and I tried a little bit of the co-op as well, and that felt the same. Again, I mean, multiplayer games are always better with people you know, in my experience. Yeah, definitely. But there are some multiplayer games that that I find are a little bit um, are a little bit more easy to get into, um, whether it's with random people or whether it is with friends. But this is this for me just felt like the type of one that it would be a lot better playing. Uh, with a group with a group of friends but yeah i really really enjoyed it like i thoroughly it, it just yeah it just was playing it with a smile on my face the majority of the time and uh i kept having moments where especially if when i was flying around in an x-wing and then um blasting tie fighters out of the sky and taking on these enormous like destroyer 
ships and stuff and yeah i just kept having moments where i, I literally just kept sitting there thinking to myself wow there's so many cool moments in this game that come out of nowhere and um i got it for free as well it was on ps it was one of the ps plus games a few months yeah. ago and it was just a fantastic game like, it's so much fun um and i only got into star wars at about I think it was last year, actually. Um, I'd seen, I went to the cinema to see episode one when I was, like, when that came out and I was really young. And that then that was the only Star Wars that, that I'd ever seen until last year when I sat down and thought, right, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to give these a go. I got Disney Plus and watched all of them in the space of about three days. <laughs> but yeah. It's, Which uh, one did you watch first? I need to get into Star Wars. Well, I, but I just don't know where to start. And it just seems people, like too much. People kept saying to me to watch them in the order that they follow in terms of like a storyline. Um, but I decided not to do that. I watched them in the order that they were released. So I watched the, I think it was 1979, possibly. Yeah. 78. 78. Um, thank you. Um, 77, yeah, I'll... actually, was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and watched them in, in that order instead. I watched them in the order that they were actually released, and it was still easy to follow the story. Uh, and I just, yeah, it just found absolutely brilliant. I, I played, I remember playing the uh Star Wars Battlefront 2, not this version though. Do you know, like the, the old version, was it on like? playstation 2 i think yeah, it was on the, th- yeah. the yeah. original yeah. xbox yeah i remember playing that and i remember I really really enjoying that as well um and this one it is not really anything like that but it's still just just loads of fun just really really fun game like brilliant campaign and um yeah i, I did get to the end though and after trying the multiplayer and not really being too fussed with it trying the co-op and thinking it was okay i was left at the end thinking ah i just wish there was more of it (laughs) (laughs) so it was just yeah brilliant so yeah it's a good game i've played uh probably six or seven hours of the single player campaign and i was really impressed Uh, you must be quite close to the end then well the only reason i didn't uh, continue it because i was playing it on the xbox and then i built my pc (laughs) <laughs> I've not come back to it on the Xbox. <laughs> uh, but I've got it on my PC as well, so I'll have to play it again. But yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a great campaign. It's got everything, hasn't it? Everything you want from Star Wars. The flying, the shooting, just, just yeah, it's a whole package. You get to do a bit of everything. Like, you, you get to fight, like, during the campaign, you get to fly a TIE fighter, but then you get to fly an X-Wing as well later on in the campaign. And, like, you get to play as the sort of good soup it's you know the good generals and things if you like uh like layer and hand solo but then you also get to fight on the other side with like um kylo ren and other people like that and yeah it's 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 i just lo- absolutely loved it absolutely loved it Brilliant. star wars battlefront 2 it is a generally good game ea have been a bit naughty haven't they in the past with their uh is it gambling is it not gambling loot box yeah. fiasco but i think they've corrected that now yeah and it's just well, that's, um, yeah and you yeah should, um 
totally play the the, the next Star Wars game, which was uh, God. What's the one that Squadrons? If you've not played that, because that's I've, great fun. I've got um, I downloaded the um, I've got the EA Play thing, uh, so I downloaded the the ten hours uh, trial of it. So I am going to give that a go and probably talk about that next week. That is probably enough to complete the. Um, it probably doesn't let you play the whole story. I know sometimes they cut off how far you can go in the in the ten hour trials, right? Uh, and then you have to play the online for the rest of it. But if they don't, that would be enough to get all the way through it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. I'll I'll talk briefly about um, my next one, which is Super Hot Mind Control Delete, which has come on Game Pass this week. There are reports that this game is a few hours long. I played it for 10, 15 minutes and it said I completed it. Uh, but apparently the uh, you can replay it and replay it and the, the level changes randomly every time you play it or something. Uh, anyway, very cool kind of black and white with a hint of red i think it is kind of first person action kind of game the world moves when you move if you stop the world stops so you can kind of anticipate what the enemies are going to do and you can react uh, accordingly so you can dodge bullets uh, you can catch knives and catch guns that you've that have been like let go from a, a bad guy and then use that on the next person so it, it moves really fluidly it's very cool uh, so yeah you, you basically it's, it goes sort of section by section if you die you go back to the start of the little section and yeah so what I played of it it's it literally lasted 15 minutes and then it ended and I was like oh Okay, so I would have—I suppose I would have—I might have been disappointed if I'd paid for this, but luckily mm. I didn't because of Game Pass. But I enjoyed what there was there. But yeah, literally 10, 15 minutes and it was over. Did um, you play it with a controller or a mouse and keyboard? I played it with a mouse and keyboard on this one, only because oh. I couldn't figure out how to get to the menu and um, <laughs> invert the up and down because I'm an inverted person when it comes to controllers. Up is down, down mm. is up. I can't do it the other way. It just freaks me out. And I couldn't find the... the uh, just, I just couldn't find the options to, to get to the, the controller. <laughs> I was like looking around. I was like, oh, how do, you, how do you do it? Anyway, so yes, yeah, so I used mouse and keyboard. I found out where the menu was at the end of the game, so I could have used the controller. But yeah, uh, generally, I do use the controller more than the mouse and keyboard for shooters and things. Well, like For third third person, like, like Hitman, I would use a controller. For Star Wars Battlefront... I don't know. Yeah, so because you kind of want to use a mouse for the running around shooting, but a controller for the flying. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because it's more obviously it's more precise with a mouse to shoot, especially when you're when you're online and you want to get an edge as much yeah. as an edge as you can get. If I'm offline, it's it's mostly a controller, unless it's Planet Coaster, which is you can't use a controller. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's all I have to say about this game. I've literally played it for ten minutes, so I enjoyed it. There, the dynamics, you know time moves when you move it's cool it's a it's a cool little game and it's free on on game pass to so go play it i've played the original so i i should probably give it a go uh, so i'm downloading it now yeah give it a go give it a go I, i'd love to play it on vr because it's mainly yeah, a vr game isn't it well. um well the vr support i think i think it came after i think the vr came out after super hot i, I haven't tried <laughs> it in vr i really should because i've got everything i need to do it how is vr what, what vr equipment do you have dan I've got a Rift, the the original Oculus Rift, not not the um, okay, not the new one. So it's all wired. I love it. Apart from the fact I have to wear contact lenses because it doesn't fit on my face with my glasses. 
And my oh. glasses aren't very big. It's just my head is <laughs> oversized. Well, they do realise <laughs> that gamers do wear glasses, don't they? Surely. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can just about get it in, but it mashes them into my face and is really painful. So, so oh. yeah, I have to wear contact lenses. And then the problem is because of, like, you're in your face is in well your eyes are in in the vr headset uh, my eyes dry out really quickly with the contact lenses in so i can't play anything for that long you know, maybe an hour i find myself week by week every time i listen to all the other podcasts and uh, there's always someone talking about the oculus quest 2 i'm mm. tiptoeing towards buying one bit by bit because yeah, I, I keep hearing feel. really good things from um like Stu from the veteran gamers and uh and bongo from from the oversea yeah uh yeah he's loving his and it just it sounds because you can do exercise and stuff on it as well which is a, a, an yeah. angle which you know i also you know i need there are need people a... that are asking uh for quest 2 support for zwift and i think that's a terrible idea <laughs> just fall off the bike well not not that more as how much you sweat when you're cycling indoors because there's no breeze uh, apart from the fan and that's nowhere near as good as the 40 mile an hour wind when you're cycling <laughs> at 40 miles an hour um, yeah. you, oh god can you imagine picking that up the next day if you haven't managed to get all the sweat out of it and putting it back on your face and it's damp and squidgy oh god, no <laughs> oh no well, you can buy this a sweat thing can't you like that's a guard true. or something which uh yeah and you can replace the foam so I, yeah i really I, want a quest as elite well, dangerous in vr is freaking awesome it really is um, i imagine space games uh, w- would be quite cool yeah, anything in a cockpit, so driving games too, uh, they're pretty good. And Beat Saber's great fun. Oh, yeah, Beat Saber's, oh, yeah, that was one I of love the, Beat Saber. The main. That, that's one of my answers for the bit coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah. So with, with the, the Quest 2, you can connect that to a PC and play something like Half-Life Alex. is that right? Yeah, I believe you have to have... Um, they say you have to have the Quest 2's PC cable, but I think you can just do it with a good quality USB-C cable and a bit of text editing in one of the folders. I'm not okay. sure. Because this, this year, I am going to buy a gadget of some kind. The gadget I was looking forward to buying uh, before lockdown 2 happened was uh, a Mavic 2 drone. Uh, Mavic Mini one, like a actually it's not a Mavic Mini now. It's the whatever the anyway the number two yeah. of the of that series drone, four K drone. Because I've never played I've never played with a drone before except on the video game. I've always wanted to. Oh, they're good fun. Uh, so that's what I was planning to get first. But then yeah, VR is is, is slowly taking over my you know it's, it's slowly wearing me down and um, it's quite reasonable as well, isn't it? Like two three hundred quid. Yeah, so it's, I might. It's... Uh, it's yeah. really good value compared with, you know, the the first generation of VR headsets. You don't need a PC for it either, do you? No, no. That's one. Yeah. See, I, I'm tempted by it. The only thing that stopped me from getting one of it is just my wife would just be like, Heather would just be like, honestly, another. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to just wait a bit. But as soon as I, I feel I can get one, past the family, I'm probably going to get one. Too much sitting there on the couch with your flight suit playing uh, Elite Dangerous and <laughs> having a VR headset on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a few steps too far. Who have I married? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's super hot. Uh, mind control delete. I don't really have much more to say about that. So, uh, Dan, you've got one more. Yeah. Um, 
driving games are the bread in my gaming sandwich this week. And the last game I've played is Dirt 5, which again, Game Pass. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I'm loving it. I, I Basically, I played four hours of Anno and then about four hours of Dirt 5 yesterday. And um, I mean, it's, it's exactly what you expect from a Codemasters racing game. It's great fun. It looks great. The, the cars obviously are real and licensed. Everything kind of handles just how you expect them to do in a Codemasters game. But it's also really annoying because it's the kind of game where you want to be able to drift the cars. But as soon as you start, it automatically turns on traction control and vehicle stability management. Now, they both kind of stop you from being able to drift. And so if you ever play it and you're like, why can't I drift? Turn them off. It's not like F1 2020, or, uh, or I don't know if 2021's out yet, um, where if you turn off all of the assists, you're going in circles and burning out. It's not that hard a game. It's great fun. I am loving it. I've just picked up a Ford RS200, um, which was, it came out in like 84 until 86. It was a stupidly fast uh, Group B rally car. Um, they, they had to make a certain amount of road going versions because of the rules of rally. And it's so much fun in this game. It really is. Did Codemasters do Colin McRae? Um, I think so. Because Colin McRae yeah, died, think... didn't he, a few years ago. So I yeah, imagine yeah. Dirt might be like the continuation, perhaps. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just... What's yeah. the... Um, I, I, th- I think I think you might be right there. I think it might be. Is, uh, it, for, is it like a rally game or is it more arcadey with some other things to do in there? It's... Nothing like Colin McRae Rally at all. Um, there, there's no co-driver saying, you know, easy left, easy right, whatever. You know, break over crest, don't break uh, third right into ditch. There, nothing like that. Um, you've got... Uh, one of my favourite races is there's a whole group of you and the you're on, I think it's the Hudson River, it's frozen, and you're just hooning round, um, drifting around all these courses and stuff it's great fun um you can make it much more sim like by tweaking the assists and the difficulty uh, the, you know how good the other drivers are and uh, like that but um but yeah the, the, it's got so many different types of racing like there's this one car that you've got which is basically like uh, it, it's basically all just made of uh, tubular steel welded together and you're inside it's like a massive roll cage and you've got to go up these in incredibly steep bits of uh, of the track and find your way around and kind of rock rolling basically i think that's what they call it um and that's great fun um you know those crazy right you know speedway basically going round around on dirt on a bike there's a version of that with cars and they've basically got like a mass the roof is basically like a massive spoiler and the bonnet is basically like a massive spoiler and all they do is turn left it's got that in it, which is horrible. It's the worst thing ever. I can't figure out how to drive those fucking things because it just, I don't know, maybe I'm just stupid, but it's really <laughs> weird. Uh, those sprint races, they're the only ones I haven't been able to win in, basically. Um, I, I just end up getting lapped in those. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a beautiful game. It's, it's you know, uh, like Wreckfest, like it's you know, great driving. Um, Unlike Wreckfest, the skybox isn't as good for some reason. Uh, I get—I don't know why I keep looking at the sky in driving games, but but yeah, um, it didn't grab my attention as much as 
as as Wreckfest did. Um, but it has weather and snow and the track changes whilst you're driving. One track, um, I think it was in Norway, um, there, there was a light dusting of snow on the track. And by the end of the race, it was kind of up to the middle of your wheels because uh, it was coming down so That's hard. cool. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's a really good game. And uh, the only thing I don't like is there's, there's, a, there's like a podcast uh, host, two podcast hosts recording you know, the story and talking about you know, different drivers and things, and they are so fucking annoying. Uh, <laughs> really not professionals are. like us now. <laughs> you can tell it's not a proper podcast because it's it's obviously scripted. You can tell by the jokes. You know, it, it doesn't sound off the cuff. It doesn't sound natural. It just sounds so so heavily scripted. Uh, so I I've, I've stopped listening to them as soon as I can. I'm holding down the A button to skip. Because, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Other than those idiots, it's a really good game. Um, you've got like uh, Jim Carner sessions where you've got to rack up points doing donuts and drifting and the like. Um, loads, loads of different types of cars and racing. And yeah, if, if you like racing games, you should probably try Dirt 5. Is it better than Wreckfest? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, it's. I've just set it to download, but I can't see. I want to give this. I've liked dirt games in the past. I think I can't remember which one there was one that I played a lot of, and I absolutely loved it. So I'm going to give this one a go. But if it's any good, it means I probably won't be playing Wreckfest again because there's only so many games I have time for. But I'm going to give this one a go. Yeah, it's definitely worth giving it a go. Awesome, Dirt Five. I'll I'll. St- talk very briefly about uh, planet coaster uh, basically i've started a new park and i'm i'm doing uh, a park called volcano bay and i've built this awesome roller coaster called hades so i've made all the 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 land look like the devil and it's got like horns and stuff and i built this huge devil out of the land and i've got a roller coaster running through it uh, i'm quite happy with it i'll 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 upload some screenshots and some videos of it soon Oh, Uh, yeah i'm very happy with it so far so i'm going like full on with details and stuff i've got loads of triggered events throughout uh it start it's it's a launch coaster through like a a flooding la like a, a gold temple that's getting flooded with lava like like as if the um the volcano's claiming it back yeah so that's kind of like the story so yeah very happy with it i've spent god I've probably spent about 15 hours just on this one roller coaster wow but i love it i just love building all these little details i can go on for half an hour and build do just do a little bit or i can go on for four or five hours and do loads I'm currently building the queue, so I'm making the queue like a, as if the guests are on an expedition going through the jungle, like going yeah, through okay. this like Mayan temple type of thing, and then they come across the the main temple where the nice. volcano's kind of in, intruding into. So I'll do a video about it. Um, yeah, soon. please do. Share it in our Discord as well. Once I finish this, uh, doing everything on this ride that I can possibly do, I'll I'll do a, a little tour of this ride because I've done nothing else on this theme park. This is the only thing I've done, just this one ride so far. But yeah, very happy with it. <laughs> I love Planet Coaster so much. I love roller coasters. <laughs> I can't wait for the theme parks to open again. I'd love to go to a theme park again. I haven't been to one for years. Oh, I'm planning on going to Fort Park in September and doing using their cabins. You can you can 
go in one of their cabins and have two days in the park for £50 if you go with four people. That's not bad. Something to consider, but not for John because he's a wimp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I went, I think, the year after it opened. Quite a while back, obviously. Uh, Well, it can't have been the year after because that was 1979. Um, And and that was the year I was born, so... um, yeah, I, I was quite young when we went, and it was shit. <laughs> yeah, it was awful back in the day. I've never been, yeah. um, but I've seen it grow and grow, but I've, I've never, ever been to Thorpe. I've always been to, like, Flamingoland, Alton Towers, Camelot, when that was Towers. open. I, I, I used to live quite near Chessington, so I, I, and at my school, um, if you were in the choir, you got to have a day out once a year whilst everyone else was still in lessons and go to Thorpe <laughs> Park. Uh, sorry, Chessington World of Adventure. And that was great because, you know, there was, like, maybe one other school there. So the, like, the whole park's open and there's like 60 kids running around. It's all oh, like so the, the bullies fun. like trying to get into the, the choir just to get to Chessington. <laughs> like, la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. But you didn't have to queue for anything. I went around the bubble works three times in a row just to chill out for a bit. Never been there it's either. Never been to Chessington. Yeah, it's good fun. So, I mean, the bubble yeah. works isn't very good, but, but the vampire ride's quite fun. I believe so. My plan over the next sort of five years is to go around every major theme park in at least europe mm. so there's loads of great ones in germany and holland and uh belgium and just just loads i've never even heard of until last year so i'm, I'm really into it now i'm making a list of, of, of all the places i want to go i just i just love roller coasters i love theme parks <laughs> anyway they're not games let's move on uh right so the community have also been playing games albeit one of them who has actually mentioned games this week and that's gavlar 88 who has started katana zero it's on game pass it's a cool wii game he says thank you gavlar 88 um so before we go on to the metacritic quiz we have uh, the second person in our 60-second interrogation. 60-second interrogation! Well, 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 we finally meet. Name? Chris MJW. Real name? Chris Williams. Age? 42. Location? Sunny Worcester. Occupation? I am an environmental consultant. Basically, I'm Captain Planet, but a bit shitter. Gaming formats? PS4, Switch, Oculus Quest 2, Vita, and all of the retro consoles. Currently playing? Beat Saber on Oculus, Shadow of the Tomb Raider on PS4, Cyber Shadow, Switch, and Ease 7 on Vita. Your best game ever! Super Mario World or Zelda 3! Your best moments in life! It's cheesy, but the birth of my daughter, Anya. But a close second was meeting John Mouse for the first time. Um, I still haven't washed my hand, but he shook. In fact, I laminated it just to be safe, so it's still got some of his DNA. Why Chris MJW? It's just basically my name. Why hide who you are anyway? Facebook and Google basically have you by the balls. And if anyone wants a copy of my DNA, just Google it. You're organising a first date. Where do you go? It would be at the pub garden of my local cider house down by the river. Find a scrumpy each, some cheese and onion rolls, prawn cocktail crisps. And if that works, I get to make it through to a second date, then I know I've got a keeper. You win the lottery. What do you do? I buy a house with a sea view, maybe in British Columbia, sit down by the sea, drinking A&W Root beer floats with a bit of rum in basically 
just sitting around doing nothing really, listening to music, bit of dancing, um, maybe have some people around and some barbecues. Who's history's greatest villain? It's a very close call, but ultimately I'd have to go for the PS5 stock manager at PlayStation. Your last words. If I'm on my deathbed, just as the light is about to leave my eyes, my last words would be the N64 was a terrible console. Fuck off. <laughs> right, I'm utterly repulsed at you now. Piss off. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Thank you, Chris MJW. Right, let's head swiftly on to the Metacritic quiz. It's the Metacritic quiz. <laughs> Right then, who wants to go first this week? I'll go for it. Excellent. Um, okay, so my game was released in 2016 and has a user rating of 7.4 on Metacritic. Here comes my review. It's a long one, um, but I'm sure you'll get it before the end. Okay, there's, there's a lot of blanks in this, though. Um, in short, this was a disappointment. Longer version. After the real good, but a bit different blank, I was hyped for this next instalment in the franchise. Because of the mixed fan reviews, I was a bit sceptical and waited until the price significantly, significantly dropped. I still bought it as I was a fan of the franchise and... What's that? Mass Effect Andromeda. No. I still bought it as I was a fan of the franchise and played all the main games and a few spin-off games. The game itself is a disappointment, as I and a lot of others see it as a shooter and not a survival horror game. I would even say it's no blank, or better said, does not feel like it. I am not entirely sure if it's as bad as I say because of my expectations and deviations from the established formula. Or if it's just as bad a, or, or if it's just a bad game. The story is set a few years after the events of Blank, and you play as Blank Veteran Blank, who is now an agent of Blank. <laughs> he and his partner, Blank, are sent are sent to Africa, and there is a planned deal with a bioorganic weapon. When they Resident arrive, Evil 6! Nope. Oh. Resident Evil 5. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck you! <laughs> I was just trying to decide on a number. I, I was trying to, I was like, it can't be four. That must have been earlier. Yeah, it's five. Oh, God, I was trying to re read that out of just the biggest wall of text, and I really started to struggle, so I'm glad you got that when you did. <laughs> so Dan's going to be the new twat of this league, eh? <laughs> I thought I was a twat at the last one. <laughs> I was a no, twat, you were the winner. Yeah, you won fairly. Story oh, time! Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, well, this one is from my library. It's a rare thing in my library because it's actually a PC game in a box. Um, I don't normally buy physical media, but it was at a uh, charity shop and it was a quid, so thought, why not? Um, let's see, it got a Metacritic score of 61, and it came out in 2003. And that's probably why it was a quid. Um, 
If you're a fan of the show, like me, they may, this may be a required purchase for you. If you're more of an adventurer looking for complexity and character-related puzzles, as well as decent length, more than seven hours, then Blank will likely disappoint. Realistic graphics, good voiceovers featuring the stars of the show, a simple interface and point-and-click setup and gameplay that can the game out come together beautifully. No, it's not lost. Blank is a fun game. Yeah. No, go on. CSI. It is indeed. Ha ha! Bastards. I like the CSI games as well. I enjoy them. Yeah, this box has actually got CSI, Dark Motors, and Miami. But I can't find a um, drive, an optical drive. I don't know where my optical drive's gone, so I can't install them anymore. Oh. Surely you can get it on Steam for like 20 pence. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I honestly haven't looked. I'm sure they've aged horribly. Apparently the NCIS ones aren't too bad. But that was. I played really whichever one was on the Xbox. The first Xbox. one that came out of the Xbox, I played that and I enjoyed it. I think I played that. Oh, yeah, it was on PC. Yeah. It was very. Uh, quite basic, I remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right, so mine uh, goes a little bit like this. It has a user score of 9.1 and was released in 2001 and I can't remember what the game was <laughs> <laughs> copied and pasted it I can't remember what it was hang on let me, let me find that oh yeah there it is yeah there we go <laughs> uh, right I never played such a boring game the graphics are boring streets are boring the buildings are boring that's all I see. If I had a photo camera whilst walking in this game, I would throw it away. In one word, it's boring. Yes, bullet time is boring too. Max Payne 2. Oh, no. Max Payne 1. Max Payne, Max Payne 1 is the right <laughs> answer. Nezzy sniped that one. <laughs> Damn it. You should have just left that 2 alone. I know. God, quit while you're ahead. Is that, the, the bit that got me was uh, if I had a photo camera. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but that's what he said. I just love the yeah. fact that everything was boring. Congratulations, Nezzy. You're off the board. Still in the running, still in the running. <laughs> John! That's why he's not on John's the board, because he's gone. Oh, no, I am here. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Taking a um, shit in his seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did that right at the start of the show. Um, so this, I don't know what the score is for this because I didn't write it down, but it came out in 2019. Um, it's one of the worst games I've played in my life. The AI is extremely stupid. The enemies are complete idiots. There is no challenge in the game and the targets are very bad. There is no sense in anything that is going on. Many missions end in a very foolish way. The bots are useless and do not know how to heal themselves. They do not defend or help you. It is a copy of a very poor quality Left 4 Dead 2, but in third person. Gears, Gears, Tactics. 
No. Days gone by. Uh, no. Oh, uh, outbreak. It's a carbon copy of what? Did you say? Left for Dead Two. Except. Oh, well, why did I say Gears Tactics? Oh, fuck! What's it called? Ugh. Dead I by daylight. I played it with the veteran gamers a few months <laughs> <Out> ago. <laughs> it's a play date. Oh. Is it, was that the end? Of, was that the end of it? Yeah. Warhammer Vermintide. No. Oh, um, God damn. There's a, there's a little bit more to the. Um, keep, keep going. It says. It says. Um, uh, if this game was on Steam, it would be a complete. What fail. was it? No, no, it wasn't meant to say it. No. <laughs> yes, well done. Right. No. Yes. Yeah. It just came to my head just as you said that. You <laughs> bastard. The <laughs> <laughs> oh. points are so much sweet, sweeter when I steal them from you. I'm just a proper oh. quiz, cunt. <laughs> No, I mean, to be fair, you, you guessed that, like, quite legitimately. You know, I'm very angry at myself, because it's right, it was right there, right at the tip of my tongue for ages. I just couldn't quite grasp the name. Oh, bastard. Top of the leaderboard. Stay right. there now. Well done, Nezzy. The training is uh, really paid off. <laughs> so, uh, it is day one of the new league for the Metacritic quiz, and as it stands now, Nezzy leads the uh, the way on 20 points, uh, Dan and myself are joint second on 10, and John is yet to, uh, to score, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure he will. Brilliant, that's the Metacritic quiz. Um, so let's move swiftly on, if I can find the button, because the button's always somewhere else for some reason. The music quiz! It's time for the music quiz! Right, so I've uh, run out of all games uh, for uh, the game music, so I've gone on to movies for this week. There's no more games. I've done them all. Yeah, cool, it's amazing. Cool. We've covered every single game with music in it. And it, uh, <laughs> I know, in every ten, single in song ten episodes, every single game. Every single one. Well, no, we didn't start it on the first episode, so it's it less than... Which makes it even more miraculous. I'm, yeah, I'm that incredible. good. Right, okay, so I have uh, ten questions for you. Possibly getting slightly harder as it go. I'm not sure how I've how, how I've done it. I know the first one's piss easy, so the first one's kind of like a uh, Jurassic Park. Yes, correct. Let's move on to question two. <laughs> no, no, I've not got Jurassic Park in there. But uh, anyway, here we go. Question one. At least give it ten seconds. <laughs> A bonus point if you can give me the composer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the song. Williams? Is it Jesse J? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um... 
So obviously Hans that Zimmer. was. Uh, go on, guess. Do your guesses. Is it Hans Zimmer? Uh, it is incorrect, actually. Uh, Hans Zimmer produced this album, but he did not compose it. Oh. Did you do that without Googling? You got the producer rather than the composer, just from the top of your head. <laughs> Movie score is my thing. Yeah, did you just did you Google that, John? No. Uh, no Hans Zimmer is a, yeah, a good guess. He, was, he produced uh, this and he composed the sequels, or at least some of the okay. sequels. Anyway, you know it's Pirates of the Caribbean. This is, you know... Might as well move on to the next one. Uh, Okay, question two. Sounds Japanese. No, it doesn't. Sounds like anime music. It won an Oscar for Best Film. It also won Oscar for Best Actor. Is the Revenant? I do not care one fuck about what film award ceremony, so I that's <laughs> no information for me. Uh, 2000, it was brought out. Year 2000. It's a... I suppose you could call it a, a Swords and Sands epic. It's not Avatar. Stars Russell Crowe. Uh, Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Gladiator. <laughs> it did sound. It still sound like anime music. That's me. That old people watches anime. I don't watch much of it, but that sounds like anime music. I don't watch anime, but uh, no, it doesn't sound like anime at all. (laughs) (laughs) Question three. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Which one? Um, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Correct. You're the composer, by any chance? Is it Hans Zimmer? (laughs) Hans Zimmer was Gladiator, actually, in the last question. (laughs) I only know two composers. (laughs) I I literally know two. Uh, Hans Zimmer and John Williams. I don't know any of us. How could you have been so close to Hans Zimmer being the right answer? In the first one, you mentioned it on the on the one of the trilogy or however many films there are where he's not the composer, and then you don't mention it in the second question, and you mention it in the third one, and he was the answer to the second question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I love Lord, those soundtracks. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring by Howard Shaw, obviously. God. Uh, question sorry. question four. Ah. James Bond. Mission Impossible. It's a rip off of James Bond, whatever it is.
it is one of the highest grossing films of all time. I think it's in the top three, possibly the top five. No idea. It is a I'm not sure. uh, comic book movie. The Avengers? Correct. For a bonus point, who did, who did the score for it? Who composed? Is it Hans Zimmer? <laughs> <laughs> it's Alan Savistri. This is his brother, on. Alan Zimmerman. <laughs> uh, question five. Two thousand and five just came out. I don't know what this is. Um clues. This is a Christopher Nolan film. Batman begins. Oh. Correct. Who did the score? No idea. <laughs> John, who did the score? You I'm letting you take this. Woody Day Hans Zimmer. Yes! <laughs> Correct! <laughs> okay, brilliant. Question six. This is a Tom Cruise film. Mission Impossible. It's not an obvious Tom Cruise film. Top Gun. Is it the one where he's a bartender? <laughs> Shake. Shake. <laughs> Vanilla Sky. It's a sci-fi film with Tom Cruise. Oh, oh Edge of Tomorrow. Day After Tomorrow. Nope. Oblivion. Correct. Nice. I only know of that film because I nearly watched it this weekend, but then didn't. It's quite good, actually. I quite like it. Yeah. Who did the score for it? I'll give you a million points. Hans Zimmer. (laughs) (laughs) It was not Hans Zimmer. It was M83. Have you heard of them? Because I've not. No, but I know they're cousin the M5. (laughs) (laughs) Touche Touche Number seven This is a Michael Bay film Transformers 
said Transformers, didn't you? Yeah. You yeah. did, yeah, yeah. I don't suppose you know who did the score. I don't know why I ask. Yeah. It's not Hans Zimmer, so we'll, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> yes, that was the uh, the first and good Transformers film. I've never seen a Transformers film. The first one's great. The the other ones are not so much, unfortunately. Uh, number eight. Oh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill 2. Django Unchained. It is a Western. I'll give you that. Is it The Hateful Eight? It's not a Tarantino film. The Magnificent Seven. It's a Clint Eastwood film. Is it like The Good, The Bad, The Correct. Yeah. My dad's favourite film. <laughs> Who composed it? <laughs> Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I do know this. No, oh, the, the name's in my head somewhere because I remember my dad playing the soundtrack. Begins with E. Over. It's the a initials. weird name, like something yeah. macaroni. Something oh, macaroni. yes. Morricone, it was the first Morricone, name. Yeah. Begins with E. Ennio. Hey! There we go. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> no way have you actually been able to answer some of these who's the composer questions, John. That's fucking impressive. <laughs> my dad, something macaroni as well. <laughs> when my dad got... Um, I remember when he first got an iPod, he asked me to put a load of songs on and he asked me to put a load of Ennio Macaroni <laughs> songs on there. Anyway, this is question nine. Oh, I know this. Pretty much guarantee you've all seen this. Oh, I know this. Is it Inception? Well done. Who, I've pray tell, composed it? Uh, Hans Zimmer. Yeah! <laughs> I went to school with someone that was in it. Nice. Did you go to school with Hans Zimmer? <laughs> no, he wasn't in it. <laughs> he was in the year above. <laughs> no, that was Tim Henry. <laughs> oh, I love you know what? I love this score. I love this soundtrack. It's brilliant. Amazing. I bought I bought that film on Blu-ray when it came out on Blu-ray, and I've just never watched it. And then if it's on TV, I was like, oh no, I won't watch it on TV because I'll watch it on the Blu-ray. And then I've just never watched it in the years I've had it. Really? Good. Really? Oh, it's great. It's a great film. Get it watched. Yeah, I'm going to. I just need like it's like it's like a long film in it. I just need to sit down for three hours and watch it. It is. Um, it always, it's like a full-on action film that you, I suppose you have to keep your brain on for. Not as much as um, the yeah. last one Chris Nolan did, which was... Uh, Tenet. Tenet. It doesn't yeah. even interest me. Yeah, I watched Tenet last week. God, that fried my brain. 
Anyway, question 10. Come here. There's three answers I'll accept. One is uh, the film, actually films, because this is within multiple films, or the director who loves using this music for his films. The director's from Manchester. A very, very famous director from Manchester. This particular film came out 2007. It's a sci-fi space action thriller. I don't recognise it, so I'm going to give it. Is it Moon? It's a fair guess, but uh, it is not Moon. Also a fair guess, but it's not that either. It's, uh, God, who's it got in it? Um, It's got um, Chris Evans, that's in Captain America, he's in it. Oh, God, it's Danny, where's, um, yeah. um... Oh, you're so close. Yeah, it's Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle is the director. Yeah. What's the film? Um, I can't remember. Um... What have we had? He's done a sci-fi film. What have we had so much of over the past few days? Sunshine. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Sunshine. <sighs> Yeah, so Sorry, it's like pulling teeth, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out you don't know your your films as much as your games. Well, no, well, I I, I play, spend more time playing games than watching films. I'll try and find some more games. I'm sure there are some people out there who appreciated it and knew the answer yeah. to every composer. I do need to watch more films. In fact, my mum got me a book, and it was the thousand films you should watch before you die, and I need to work my way through that. Before I die, a lot of films. Yes, you should. I mean, there's loads of films that I've I've not seen that I should have seen, like The Godfather. I've never seen it. Oh, it's amazing! Apparently so. I've never seen it. Have you seen With Nail and I? Another one that's Mm. uh, yeah, very highly regarded. I've never seen. It's 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 good. Very funny. It's time for topic of the week. It's time for topic of the week. And topic of the week this week, courtesy of John, is name a game and finish the title with In My Pants at the End. I think we'll start with you, John, since this was your conception. Okay, so I put this up on Facebook and some of the responses were just brilliant. Um, So the ones that I came up with, um, I had Alone in the Dark, In My Pants, Journey... In my pants, my horse and me too. 
in my pants. <laughs> Crack down in my pants. And this is my favourite one uh, of the ones that I've, I managed to think of. People have thought of better ones than I have, but this is the favorite, my favourite one that I've managed to think of. The medium in my pants. Bad. <laughs> 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 Dan, have you got any of... Uh... Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been coming up with a few during the show and um, basically by scrolling through my Steam library. And, I did the same um, thing. Yeah, so <laughs> um, we've got um, Anomaly in my pants. <laughs> Balls of Steel in my pants. Well. Dirt in my pants. <laughs> Bleed in my pants. Ooh. <laughs> and breach in my pants. <laughs> oh, and the bridge in my pants. <laughs> and chasm in my pants. Oh, God, he's going to keep going and going and going. <laughs> that, that'll do. Oh, no, wait, I've just seen one more. Contagion in my pants. <laughs> There's he. I've come up with a few in the game, just off the, oh. uh, doing the podcast. Go on, have you got the other one? Crisis in my pants. Here's the ones I've come up with. In this show, I've got Tomb Raider in my pants. Oh, that doesn't seem funny now that I say it out loud. Bloodborne in my pants. Um, Unravel in my pants. A way out. A way out in my pants. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, sea of solitude in my pants. And his 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 my, well look is my favourite one. Brothers, a tale of two sons in my pants. <laughs> Dead cells in my pants. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> Of course, dead space in my pants. <laughs> oh, and death spank in my pants. There we oh, go. That's another one. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, the long dark in my pants. Mud runner in my pants. Little nightmares <laughs> in my pants. And inside my pants. They're mine. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Mudrunner is the grimmest one if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. So that's your nickname for it. <laughs> so, the, yeah, so as John says, the community have also been uh, way on this, some, some spending far too much time doing it. Uh, so let's move on to those people. And now it's your time to shine. It's the community section. Are we doing good? Are we doing bad? We wanna know. We wanna hear from you. We wanna hear from you. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reading what you're putting on the notes. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> You can read that out when, when it's your turn. Okay, so I'll start with uh, Benjamin Jones says, Warzone in my pants. Uh, Kim Wood says, Kingdoms of Amala in my pants. Come explore the Kingdoms of Amala in my pants. <laughs> Left for Dead in my pants. The Sinking City in my pants. And Call of Cthulhu? Cthulhu. In Cthulhu. Cthulhu, thank you, in my pants. <laughs> 
Left 4 Dead is my new favourite one. Left 4 Dead in my pants is my new favourite one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the next one. And Andrew Bryan says, Nightmare Creatures in my pants. That's a good one too. Uh, David. Oh, missed one. MUFC Brown. Um, actually, he did it before I did dirt in my pants, so, so he's got dirt in his pants. And, and I just came up with Fallout in my pants. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Dorian Ellis says, Dead Rising in my pants. Uh, Lewis Atkins says, Worms in my pants. Daniel Fletcher, Life is Strange in my pants. That's quite a good one. <laughs> okay, uh, Mark Wright says, Uncharted in my pants, Super Hot in my pants, Heavenly Sword in my pants. And I've just come up with Fluffy Horde in my pants. I like Heavenly Sword in my pants. That's nice. Oh, free to play in my pants. That would have been perfect. We're on David David Man United, FC Brown with Far Cry in my pants. Okay, yes. Uh, RCGC says God of War in my pants. Portal in my pants. (laughs) That's quite good. Need for Speed in my pants. And uh, Tim Kelly says, Limbo in my pants. Lovers in a dangerous (laughs) space time in my pants. Never alone in my pants. (laughs) Fortnite in my pants. And Horace Go Skiing in my pants. What's Horace Go Skiing? (laughs) I know. I've never heard of it. Sounds fun. Taffy McTaff Taff. Oh, I was going with Tomb Raider in my pants. Yeah, my tainted brain. I think He's Tomb Raider in my pants is quite a good one. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It was. Okay. It's, my tainted <laughs> brain's come up with Doom in my pants, which I was thinking of earlier. And uh, Stories Untold in my pants and 35mm in my pants. <laughs> and oh, I've just remembered genital jousting in my pants. 35mm <laughs> <laughs> in my pants is quite good. <laughs> I like the 35mm one. That's a good one. There was... Um, uh, Gamer Girl Kid put another one in as well, but I'll, I was too late to put it in here. She put in uh, My Friend Pedro in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. Uh, so which one's the best? Who wins this? Ooh, this is a good They're all pretty good. I liked. My favourites are Left 4 Dead in my pants and Heavenly Sword in my pants and maybe 35mm in my pants are my favourite, I reckon. <laughs> 35 millimeters, definitely. That's yeah. Anyway, we could go on for ages trying to find a winner. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. You're all winners. <laughs> Joystick and winners. chill. We are the classy podcast. Next week's topic is a, 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 I suppose, a more conventional one. What is your best achievement in gaming? Get your answers in through various means. Right, before I tell you what those means are, let's go with our final 60-second interrogation. 60-second interrogation! Well, 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 we've got an American here. Name? Murphy's Law. Real name? Greg DeLacy. Age? I don't want to tell you, but I'm gonna anyway. 51. Fuck me. Location? In the beautiful and sunny Lincoln, California. Occupation? Market Research Account Director. Gaming formats? PC, but mostly Xbox. Currently playing? Wreckfest, and it's a great time. Your best game? Game ever. 
hands down, it is XCOM 2. Your best moments in life. I have to give this up to my son being born. Why Murphy's Law? Because if shit can go wrong, it will go wrong, and that holds true for gaming. You're organizing a first date. Where do you go? I'm going to put that at the casino. You can go in, you can have a lovely dinner, you can get drinks, you can go gamble, and hopefully you score at the end of the night. But if not, maybe you score at the table. You win the lottery. What do you do? I invest in real estate heavily. Probably buy myself something stupid, but real estate, that's the key. Who's history's greatest villain? I don't think there's a question. It's got to be Hitler. Anybody saying anything different, they're just wrong. It's Hitler. But Hitler was a lovely man. Your last words. Uh, I just want to say I support this podcast, and I hope you fucking remembered to hit record this time. Go eat another cheeseburger, American. I'm bored with you. And fuck you, you dirty little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Greg. Thank you very much, Greg, you, Greg, for doing that. Awesome. If you would like to do a 60-second interrogation, then get in touch with us through the following means. You can follow us on Twitter at Joysticks and Chill. Message us there. You can join our Facebook group, Joysticks and Chill. Email us at podcast at joysticksandchill.com. You can follow us on Twitch. You can follow us on TikTok. You can subscribe to the YouTube and you can leave us a voice message on Anchor. No one's fucking done that yet. Leave us a voice message, people. And please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes, which apparently is very, very important. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Email Email us. Podcast at It's time for the shout outs. Right, everyone, stop what you're doing and listen to me. It's time for the shout out, Miss. I'm going to shout out everyone who pleases me. Uh, I'll begin uh, really quickly with uh, thanking uh, Kevin Westerman, Chris MJW, and Greg DeLacy for your uh, fantastic contributions to the 60-second interrogation. Uh, as I say, if you'd like to do one, just let me know. We'll set it up. It takes about 10 minutes to record. And uh, all is well. I've got a few people lined up for next week, hopefully. <laughs> so that should be quite good, quite fun. And uh, a very special thank you to a mystery donor who knows who they are, who I can't say the name because of particular reasons, but you know who you are. Thank you very, very much for what you did. Uh, and that is me, John. Okay, um, I want to give a shout out to everyone in our Discord. It's very active and it's a nice place to be. Uh, so the more the merrier there. Um, and I want to give a special shout out as well to you lads. Thank you for um, coming on the podcast every week. Uh, I always look forward to it and really enjoy it. Um, I want to give a shout out to Vicky and Andrew as well, who um, always manage to um, share something interesting or make me laugh and are always straight on the uh, straight on our Facebook group um, to answer any questions that, that we put out there and to uh, join in with any discussions. And um, Chris MJW, it's really good to 
to hear uh, from him again. Um, I, I really like his podcast, The Boss Wave, and I know they're um, putting together a, a slightly different team and things. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to giving it a listen. Uh, Chris was actually um, he was at my stag do. Um, and uh yeah he's i've met chris a few times and he's just the life and soul of a party he's just such a, a brilliant lad to to go and have a, a few beers with and um yeah i look forward to um one day eventually coming out of lockdown and getting to meet up with a few more people from the vg hub and um yeah that's uh all my shout outs uh dan how about yours <laughs> Dan is dead, unfortunately. We've done, we've done so well the whole show, Dan. It's been perfect, uh, and you fuck it up right at the end. Well, if you're going to fuck it up somewhere, it's probably best. All right, let's well. start again. <laughs> so, okay. how about you, Dan? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to thank Helen, who is the first person to sponsor me for my um, cycling challenge. So, thank you very much, Helen. And as ever, the people in the community responses that have got in contact with us, you know what I mean. Uh, so that's My Tainted Brain, Taffy, McTaff, Taff, Tim Kelly, RCGC, David, Man United, FC Brown, Mark Wright, Daniel Fletcher, Lewis Atkins, Dorian Alice, Andrew Bryan, Kim Woods, Benjamin Jones, and Gavlar88. Nezzy! Um, I'm going to shout out every single person that works at Rockstar for giving me the joy that is Red Dead Online. Um, I won't list them, um, <laughs> but I will next week. I want to shout out. I want to shout out my wife, who's has played games historically, but she seems to be getting more and more into them recently. As as I've been doing this podcast, um, I've just been seeing on our joint account, I, show, I told her that there was a Nintendo sale on, and she bought about five, six games from the Nintendo sales while I've been on the podcast. So she's got to that level of gamer now where she's playing games, she sees sales, sees really cheap games, and thinks, oh, I'll get them because they're really cheap. What she doesn't realise yet is that she will never play those games that she's buying for £2.70. <laughs> um, so I'll shout her out. And all my little children, because I love them. You guys, obviously, the people that have done the 60-second interrogation, really appreciate that. And everyone that's contacting us through all of our channels and stuff. Um, and obviously, everyone who listens, because we really, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Excellent. Thank you very much for listening to uh, this episode 11. Join us for episode 12 where we'll be having lots more fun and games join our discord uh getting on the conversation that we we have uh daily it's, it's buzzing quite well in there isn't it uh, there's there's many different avenues of conversation that you can join so please join that yep. and uh yeah get in touch uh, and that's it that's uh, that's about it for this week thank you again for joining us and we'll see you next time Everyone say bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening (laughs) to the Joysticks and Chill Podcast. Don't forget to join the Discord. See you next time. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> 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 <laughs>